Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi and welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch and in this episode I chat with Scott Crawford, Aussie legend inline skater, just before he heads off to the Blading Cup. We talk about the Blading Cup, uh, we talk about the Aerial Assault Squad, the early group of um, aggressive skaters in Sydney, uh, think about some of his sort of preferred spots in and around Sydney um, and then just uh, and talk about skating style as well. But just as we're about to move on to have you know this, this great other bit of conversation about Cosmo wheels and a bunch of other things, um, the audio file got corrupted, and so <laughs> we're going to have to record the rest of it uh, a second time, probably after the Blading Cup. So sorry about that, but enjoy this part one of our conversation, and look forward to the rest in the coming weeks. Um, you're off to the Blading Cup. I am. I am a bit nervous about it, actually. But yeah. yeah. Nervous? Yeah. What, what's what's the nerves? Well, I just don't want to hurt myself. I tend to get a bit excited and fall <laughs> over. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Is there much um, visuals up yet in terms of what the course is going to look like this year? I've seen them building individual things, but I haven't seen pictures of the whole thing yet. No, they keep that pretty close to their chest. No one knows until the day of. So obviously. Um, you know, Miguel knows and John knows and a few people that help build it, but no one else knows. It's, it's kept very – I've even asked John what it's going to be like and he won't tell me, so. <laughs> well, I'm advantage, I reckon. Yeah, I'm ground advantage, particularly for him, right? Because you'll be skating against him? I will be. I will be. I'll be sk- I, I prefer to say it's skating with him. Oh, I see. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, No, I I will be skating against him and he will destroy me, no doubt. (laughs) What's your secret weapon these days? Do you have a trick that is a a solid trick or whatever but still is um, sort of a safety trick to some extent? No, I've got nothing, mate. I've got absolutely nothing. I can – you know what? I was trying to figure out. I think I've forgotten more tricks than I can do these days. So – uh, every now and again, I'll see a clip or someone will post a clip and I'll be like, oh, that's right. I used to do that. And then I'll go and try and remember how to do it. So, so yeah, it's pretty funny. So, no, I, I do very simple things. So, but uh, I enjoy it. Yeah, good on you. It'll be a great trip and I'm sure it'll be great to catch up with old friends and, and people appreciate like that connection with history, which is one of the things that I think – people talk about and cry out for right there was a you know like it's lovely to have that have that history and so even if you're there doing that i think that's awesome yeah yeah i'll say i'll be a fair bit older than most of the people there but um yeah it's a, i don't know what it is i suppose it's a bit like skateboarding uh history not that i, I want to talk about skateboarding but uh you know, all, all the stuff, all the collectors, people are collecting a lot of stuff. And, and I was actually skating today with a bunch of blokes. I'm, I'm on a Facebook 
page called Shifty Skaters for Shift Workers. Uh-huh. And I'm the only rollerblader on it. And we, we were skating just, I don't know, an hour ago down at Manly. And, um, you know, a lot of them are collectors and they just love all the old, old stuff. Mm. So I suppose it's, it's coming around in rollerblading too. So it's becoming of age, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it just gives you depth and, you know, stuff gets dredged out in new ways too. I mean, you know, and that's, that's kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, well, all the best. I hope you. I hope you have a great time, and and I hope you do some stuff that you're happy with in the process. And and of course, yeah, yeah don't walk away. Um, you know, crippling yourself in the process. Oh, mate. I, I, to tell you the truth, I've, I've been told. I've been trying to convince John to go out to Woodward, and I've been told it's possibly on the cards. So that's what I'm most excited oh, about. Cool. So go out there. It should be amazing. I haven't been out there in. Oh, 2004, I think, was the last time I was at Woodward. Uh, it's going to look pretty different then, I guess. I'd imagine so, yeah. I, I've, ne- I've never been, and who knows, one day it would be, be lovely. Um, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's just amazing. Like, how can, you can't help but have a good time there. Like, everything's just perfect. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't know if you mountain bike at all. Uh, no, not to speak of. Yeah. Oh, okay, well. I suppose it's like, like mountain biking here in, in Sydney. It's sandstone and it's rough and it's hard and it's all built just by, you know, your regular Joes. And then you go over to Whistler Mountain Biking, mm. which I lived there for a little bit, and everything's just perfect. And within a day you do what you would have done in a year in riding in Sydney. You know, that's what Woodward is for rollerblading. Yeah. Well, that was one of um, uh, the things that when I had um, Cessa on the podcast, he was saying that it was this thing for all you guys skating, whatever there was to skate here, then that was the kind of the pleasure and the the shock of being able to then go to the States and skate ramps and stuff in much, much better condition. So all the stuff you'd learned, you know, since the hard way, suddenly you then get put on on the best of equipment and it's it's suddenly like a, a jump up. Did you feel that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, my first time in America wasn't skating the best stuff, that's for sure. Right. But um, as the years went on, yeah, def- definitely. I mean, even the, the competition ramps just became amazing. Was the first oh. time like the stuff that we see in um, like the bottom line, like with um, – John Pollard and Manuel and Tom and that stuff was that the first time or did you no. go before then? So before then, um, so yeah, no. My my first time to the states was a, a spring break doing uh, skating shows. So I've mentioned it a couple of times. So the, my first time to the states was with John Pollard, um, Callan Mulvey, Blake Reed, and myself. Yep, and um, we went over and did. Six flag skating shows with Tony Hawk and Dennis McCoy. Yeah. So there were six of us on the ramp, and the ramp was at Six Flags, like which is I don't know, like a you know a big um, lunar park basically, but you know, fifty million times the size, huge thing. Mm. And uh, we would do skate shows there. So it was um, yeah, we did a couple of weeks worth of that, and then we filmed. It was me and we filmed a little bit. Yep. And, um, I, I, you know, what? Well, I'm so bad with rollerblading videos. I, I just don't – I haven't watched them or it's been so long since I have watched them. I, I don't know. But, yeah, it was one of the first ones. I think before Dave Payne, oh, he might have been at Video Groove then. Mm. But Sean Tomlin was the guy who did Dead Aware. He filmed yeah. Dead Aware and did yeah. Dead Aware. And he was – so I suppose if you want to talk in history, he was in Team Rollerblade. 
So I suppose my career went from, you know, your Angie Waltons and Jess Darrenforths and myself and Tom Fry and Scott Bentley and Brooke Howard Smith so I, and Arlo and Chris and those guys. That was our era. Yep. And then a lot of them dropped off and I sort of kept going and then the next wave dropped off and I kept going and then I dropped <laughs> off after that. So, yeah. 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 And but yeah. still around, which is which is good in different way. I am still around, mate. Yeah. I still. Yeah, I think yeah. the video thing. I, I can only imagine that, like for for the person on my end of things, right? You wait for the videos to come out. They're like this precious gift and opens up new things and whatever. Whereas with you guys doing it and travelling and living and breathing, it's not like you need to then go, sit down. <laughs> and watch the video in quite the same way. You know, I imagine sometimes you want to sit down and do something else other than watch skating when you finally get to sit down and stare at a screen when you're well, in the middle of all of that. It was exciting to watch it, you know, the premiere or something was always exciting. Like, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah, I don't want you to think that, I, you know, <laughs> that was always exciting to see a premiere or something. But um, but it doesn't stick in your head in quite the same way no, that a grommet no, watching, rewatching, no. watching, rewatching, and then you know getting you know it's the only way that they get to spend time with with all the people really pushing the sport. Maybe um, that's a very different memory relationship, I reckon, to a video groove or a T Bone film. Um, oh, very different. Yeah. Well, for me, that was the, that was history, you know. And I was never looking at the history. I was trying to go forward yeah. always, you know. So by the time the video comes out, there's the new things already happening. Out, yeah. Yeah, we're thinking of the next thing we're doing and, and, and what's happening next and what you know, what, what we're doing next, you know, that was that was old. How can we improve that? Yeah, yeah. You know, what can we do better? You know, yeah. like and the other thing is I was always embarrassed by my own skating, so I never I'd watch it a couple you know, maybe once or twice and then I wouldn't watch it again. Mm. <laughs> so I never liked the way I skated, so yeah. Yeah, interesting. I mean look I had this as a last question, but I might throw this in now because my I a lot of people have commented that you're skating some of their favourite. And, and I reckon, I don't know if you think this is fair, but I think it's, I'd sort of say, characterise it by having a, a fairly loose, easy flow to it, which I think stood out, especially in some of those earlier videos where some of it felt a little bit wooden and whatever else. Um, and I feel like it looks a little, you know, got something of a sort of a surfing feel to it. I don't know if you are or were a surfer. Uh, I've been a surfer my whole life, yeah. Do you reckon so, that affected yeah. your approach to skating? Um, I don't, I don't, you know what, I've never ever pigeonholed myself as, I found it quite strange that, okay, the first time I got to America, if you were a skater, that's what you did, you skated. If you are a skateboarder, you were a skateboarder and that was the box that you were in and that was, that was defined the clothes you wore, that defined the music you listened to, defined the people you hung out with and it would just seem crazy to me because... Yeah. I like uh, as as a person outside of skating. I really enjoy experiences, and I always have. And if you speak to any of the people I know, they'll be like, "Yeah, well, he's done everything." Mm. And I really have. Like you know, I love wakeboarding, and I love surfing, and I love mountain biking, and I used to race motorbikes, and um, you know, obviously skate a lot and skydive, and um, oh, the list goes on. You know, I'll give yeah. anything to go. I mean. Even the kids' scooters, I'll get on and have a go around the around the park. You know, but it's just a see if I like something I'll stick with it and if I don't I you know I go well that's I had that experience and it's not for me you know like, but I never pigeonholed myself which was a help and a hindrance sure. because I was always doing a lot I was never just skating I was always surfing and biking and all the rest of the stuff snowboarding so yeah yeah so yeah I mean I suppose that the 
And the other thing regarding style, I guess you were talking about, is so the guys I first started skating with, the the um, the Team Manly Blades or, or Skater HQ. Now, is it right that um, someone said like the early on the Manly Blades had the name Aerial Assault Squad, or is that a different thing? No, no, that was it. The AAS. It <laughs> makes me smile. It's such a like a nineties um, name, I reckon. You know, written in like Stussy font or something. Aerial oh. Assault Squad. Mate, we all had bags with AAS written on them. We had blue, white, jack, purple jackets with AAS written on them. And to tell you the truth, when I was at school, the AAS was like a, a mythical, <laughs> you know, like it was the it, that was it, the AAS, AAS, AAS. I had it written on my pencil case at school. Yeah. You know, the AAS written on my pencil case in their writing, you know, their font that they – because Johnny Pollard is an amazing artist. I don't know mm. if you know that, but he did a lot of the artwork for, yeah, right. for that stuff. And um, and sure enough, you know, within eight months I'm part of the AAS, you know, so it was – yeah, it was funny. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was good, but that were that were, it was like a, you know, a, a a whispered about. Oh, did you hear what the AAS were doing? Oh, did you hear about this? You know, uh-huh. uh, this and this is well before you, um, you know, your Sesamoras and your and those guys. This is this is a long time ago. So. Yeah. Anyway, so those guys you're skating with, Manly Blades team. Yeah. So Johnny and, and Cal and Blake, who are who are still. I mean, I've spoken to I spoke to Cal this morning actually. Yeah. I still catch up with those guys as much as I can. Um, obviously, everyone's busy and living in different countries and stuff. But yeah, um, man, I tell you, if we could ever manage to get Cal and John on a podcast, I'd love that so much. And I know so many kids of the '90s in Australia, as well as bladers and not, who would love that. I reckon to sort of um, draw those lines between the the skate scene and then the Heartbreak High, and well, that, yeah, well, all that. That would be so good. Oh yeah, oh, it's Yes, heartbreak <laughs> off. You know what? Those those guys actually brought skating to the world in their own different way. Oh like, man, big time! Uh, Johnny Pollard, like the, the I was going to say battles. Battles the wrong word. Me and John Pollard used to skate so hard together. We were only messaging each other the other day about it, and and it was never in a confrontational like I want to beat you mm. kind of way. It was always in a okay, well watch this, you know, and then <laughs> yep. the next person would throw something and the next person would throw something. And, and Johnny and I, used to, we would come out after a Wednesday night street skate that is yeah. still going on now. This is almost 30 years ago, awesome. just with blood pouring and, and grinning from ear to ear. You know, we were, we would just crash so hard and it was always me and John were the last one standing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it was brutal, but that's where, a lot of these amazing rumours came out, you know, because they'd watch us and, and, of course, the story gets embellished in some way, shape or form and some of the stories are true and some of the stories are not true. So, oh, they did this or they did that, and, yeah. So, But, yeah, we just have people sit down and just stop and just watch us and Johnny and I would crash so hard. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good fun. We were good mates. So. Well, are good mates, I should say. Yeah, that's great, man. <laughs> Um, any particular, for you, any particular spots, whether it's shops, street spots, ramps, parks, you know, from the Sydney scene back in the day that had a you know, special place for whatever reason in your kind of those early days? Well, I mean, obviously for me, that's why I did that sort of thing with Dom on Manly Bowl. You know, Manly mm-hmm. Bowl is, well, it wasn't Manly Bowl when it started. It was a vert ramp and a mini ramp. Yeah. Um, but that particular spot i mean i skated it this morning with blokes that have been skating it since 1980 
nine, yeah. 88, they started skating it. Wow. And I started skating it in 1990 or 91. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty simple little thing, that bowl, isn't it? Like it's, you know, it's this little kind of pyramid box thing in a what, square rail or something in the middle in there and then it just kind of. Yeah, it is. And it takes a little bit to get used to. A lot of people don't like it that come there because it's so little. It's yeah. tiny. It really is tiny, but I love it. And, yeah. you know, you get guys like uh, modern guys like um, like Craig, you know, Vine right? Street Craig. He he came down there. He never skates it, but he just tore the place apart last week. Awesome. It was me and Tian and him. Uh, I can't remember. A couple of yeah. other guys, and we had it to ourselves, and he just destroyed it. You know, it's it's amazing what what can be done at that place. Yeah, it's a little crappy place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. And there's there's another one though that I've seen some of those videos that I haven't been. I've been to the Manly one a couple of times, but the um, there's another one that has like a slightly steeper kind of bank with some rails on either end and a little kind of quarter pipe in the middle of it and stuff. What's that? Where's that one? Well, I don't know. You know what? I'm so bad. I I live on the northern beaches, and uh-huh. people laugh that you know you, you uh-huh. I need my passport to get out on the northern beaches. You know? <laughs> I don't have a great deal of time as, you know, yeah, like yeah. five or three. So I don't go skating around a lot. But, I mean, there's some amazing new parks in Sydney that I've never even skated. Yeah. I've never been to half of them, the new ones. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I just kind of. Well, there's, there's some footage of you in that Dom West one skating there with CJ, though. That, that's the why. Oh, yeah, sorry, Manly Vale. Manly, Manly Vale. Vale. That's one, is it? Okay. Old, yeah, Manly Vale. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, so that looks a slightly yeah. sort of a. More substantial thing than the um, the Curl Park or whatever you call it. Curl Park, yeah, yeah, um, yeah it is. But it's uh, I don't I don't like uh, I don't really like that place. I, yeah, interesting. I'm learning to skate it. I'm not very good there. You know, CJ's amazing there. There's uh-huh. a few guys. Tian's pretty good there. Yeah. So, but, yeah, right. I mean, anywhere I skate with those guys, I feel like a hundred year old man. You know, they're amazing. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough, man. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So sorry. Back to the, yeah. the question earlier. So so yeah. back to back to um, style of skating. So yes, yeah. So Johnny and Cal and Blake. Um, sorry, I'm just. It's every different person you interview is slightly different, right? So with having done a couple of chats now with with Cessa, it's just like you just say something and he'll just go wherever he goes, yeah. and, and I just go whatever, man. We're doing that now. We'll just go in that direction, and, and he's off. Yeah. So you're doing well. You're picking the thread of the conversation and bringing oh. it back. So I'm, I'm just adjusting to that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, my memory's shocking anyway, mate. If I, I've got to jot things down these days, no, you're doing well. It's, it's good. So. Yeah. so when the, we were skating with those guys, okay, and it's very, very new, um, the emphasis those guys had in the team that we had is everything you did had to look good in someone's opinion. And if it didn't, you were just, nah, you're not doing that in the show. Like there was there was a real emphasis. And, um, for example, before I was in the team, I did a, a forward 720 off in a competition on a, um, off a launch box, about a five-foot high launch box, and I landed, and it was ugly as anything. Like, it really was bad, like pencil, you know, like an ice skater spinning. Um, and I landed it, and, and one of the guys, Blake, you know, this is before I was friends with Blake, said, yeah, he landed it, but did you see what it looked like? Like, that's not, it's not visually pleasing like you know it's a yeah it's a hard trick but it's not doesn't look any good 
And um, so I learned that those guys very early on would go, oh, maybe, and, and it wasn't in a negative put-down way. It was in a, well, that looks a bit ridiculous. Why don't you try and do it like that? Well, it might be the same trick, but try and do it a different way. Yep. And um, that completely changed everything. And that was a big part. Like Callan Mulvey, the, the actor Callan, he, um, his style is phenomenal. And and he was always big on that. He was one of the best looking rollerblades. He made it just look incredible. And uh, and Johnny too. He had his really raw, completely different from Cal. Cal was really smooth and flowy, and yeah. John was like raw and rough, and but still amazing, you know. Like, yeah. so we all had our different styles, but it was very important in that team to not do things that look sketchy. So, yeah, that's that's sort of where that came from when. You say, oh, people, you know, like back to your surfing style. I think more than just surfing and the other sports, that had a part of an influence on, on it as well. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so an attention to go. And it's pretty the finish on it, right? You, you get the 720, you've got it, so now let's finish it. And the way you finish it is by getting the form right. Yeah, a particular grab or a you know, 360 and then a grab and then another 360. or you know. One of the things I reckon that was a huge transition – uh, it's funny watching some of the early, earlier videos to later, just sticking landings. It seemed so much more permissible often early on for the foot to drag behind and and all that kind of stuff, whereas when you you got guys really solidly, bam, two feet down or even two feet down and one sort of kind of coming out in front a little, balancing on one, that's a, that's a simple little thing I reckon in street skating that really makes a big difference. Oh, massively. And you know what? I was from the era. You know, we, we, we would see – Chris Edwards land and he always landed dropping, you know, one foot back. That's yeah. how he landed everything. Yeah. And so we thought, oh, that's how we have to land it. And it's still to this day, if I'm sketching out of a trick or coming off something, I land like that because it's, it's a learned habit safety net, you know, that's how I always used to do it. Yeah. So it's a terrible, terrible way to habit to get into, you know. So I had to actually learn the other way, you know, to land squatted with two feet. Oh, it looks um, great though, doesn't it? When there's that real solidity, you go, got it, man. I'm, you know, yeah. 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 And then you roll away with speed. That's, oh, yeah, that's just absolutely. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We're also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.